I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because uh, Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Out Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Saturday night ready to do some feedback. That's where we talk about the things you had to say about the things that we had to say throughout the week. Mm-hmm. The official weapon of the show is Taser. The unofficial sport. And Bullet Ball Extreme. And of course, um, the show notes is where you find all the way to, to leave feedback. And, you know, the website, theblackoutist.com, and you can leave comments there, all that type of stuff. Um, and of course, uh, we love all of you, but the people we love the most are the ones that give us the motherfucking coins, okay? that's right new day new pay let's talk about this money preston team dro slang of ages podcast hits us with that recurrent donation tracy j Dostra J, no relation. Celeste Von B, Mariano, Monica T, Tyrone M, Jason F, Waste Bees Basura, Michael Ah, uh, the playmaker Michael Irvin, Jasmine A, Sarah B, Mary H, Deborah O, Michael F, Allison H, Stefan H, a lot of H's, and lastly Jonathan W. Thank you everybody. They took the time to reach into your bag and your purses and your wallets and put a little something in the plate. Thank you. All right, let's talk about five star reviews. We got some. Mm-hmm. I forgot last time we did the show on like a Friday so we got some reviews i think i haven't read yet that possibly could be from last thursday okay stop me if uh if we read this on the, these before but it don't matter. uh i don't think we did best house of dead re- <laughs> best house of the dragon recaps this is from sarah caitlin from the united states of america she says i listen to all the recap podcasts for house of dragon and this by far is my absolute favorite Ron and Karen make me laugh out loud every single episode. It's the one recap podcast I'm constantly refreshing for to see if it is available. Keep it up, friends. You're great. Thank you. Oh, thank you. We appreciate it. And I'm glad to, you know, there's a lot of people doing these recaps. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad anytime says we're one of their favorites because that means that they, they, you know, they are getting, uh, they, that we're doing something special and different. Agreed. Uh, Il, Illy the Goat from Canada leaves us this five star review, which with the exchange rate, I believe, is a six star review. Oh, shit now. Wow. I love this podcast. Started listening early in the pandemic. Yes, it took me this long to write a review. Karen, feel free to shame me, but in my defense, with a C, because I'm from Canada, 
i didn't know i would survive this long who knew vaccines save lives i have to say i love you guys right i love the way you force me to think deeper rather than settle on what is acceptable by the mainstream you have a way of framing things to make sense often i can't find the words to express my opinion and then i hear you express what i was trying to say effortlessly many times i'll be in conversation with someone trying to explain why this or that and then i listen to the podcast and i'm like why didn't i say it like that please keep sharing your thoughts it's necessary and appreciate it thank you thank you and uh just so you know this is this this is my motto once you have left a five-star review you have the right to judge other people anytime you left a five-star review is right on time it don't it don't matter you on time and so now you can fold your arm and judge the other people who have not left us a five-star review yet yeah um and like i said thank you because the thing for for our show is i'm never trying to be a contrarian i actually find that to be a bit uh cliche and whack you know you you've all listened to these shows sometimes where it's like you already know this person's gonna say the opposite of what everybody's thinking because they get off on being opposite everybody all the time Mm -hmm. and they think that makes them smart when a lot of times people like the you know a lot of times it is the majority of people that are right just because people can't be wrong about everything all the time right but you know i think the difference in how we arrive to certain conclusions the difference in um thought processes i know i think a lot overthink sometimes but uh i think that's what makes us, us unique and I'm, I'm glad people appreciate that because i think a lot of times i'm articulating shit that other people feel but it's just not necessarily um framed that way or you know most people who aren't overthinkers just go man fuck y'all i already think what i think leave me alone <laughs> and i'm the one like okay so here's how i got here right <laughs> all right anyway now yeah. karen mm-hmm. karen 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 i love the passion can i say the ad libs the ad libs they come without warning and i could be at work outside walking down the street the next thing i know i'm falling down in laughter in episode 2623 we're talking about the made-up antifa spraying a trump supporter house and burning his cars you said what did they spray paint um what jive turkey and then talking about disparity in internet speeds between different neighborhoods in the same episode you mentioned aol disc man i thought it was over and then the chef's kiss moment obama boulevard is the new mlk boulevard thank goodness i wasn't holding my phone at the time because i'm not a spotify member yet so i need the money and i can't just buy a new phone <laughs> both of you guys are amazing i admire how comfortable you are showing your love for each other i hope all your dreams are realized and you know there's a random black dude in toronto that appreciates you and only wants the best for you love you guys Illy. oh thank you baby thank you ellie the mm. goat um that was very sweet can canadians they just be coming through yes canadians uh and lastly sid vicious five says new apple id new review come on through (laughs) this is truly my favorite podcast y'all deserve all the accolades and praise thank you thank you wow i love starting off with new five-star reviews it just it's like oh let's let's go let's talk about some podcasting all right so we only did three episodes this week uh we had 26 26 team daycare we had nine comments Ooh, y'all had something to say nine comments what are we talking about uh let's go to it. it's a feedback show appia says rod i didn't even think about it but it's true 
when i was really depressed and i couldn't sleep i had the body lots of people envied me for so many people asked me what my secret was i got so many compliments the secret was being so anxious and depressed that every day was a struggle right. yes but i looked like a model now i remember i thought for the first time in my life at that time that i would gladly take uh 15 kg 31 pounds or whatever plus it meant stop feeling uh it plus if it meant to stop feeling so so bad right. i also remember that before that people also remote family members love to tell me i'm pretty but i would be really beautiful if i could make it could make money with my looks if i lost 20 pounds Ooh. while i was in law school to learn stuff that will make a living eventually i never expressed any intention in my in using my looks for money but people told me this shit anyway uh angel comes and replies and says i feel that too I cu- i'm currently dealing with a stomach issue that for the last couple of months i've lost like 30 pounds so far dealing with it and it scares me family members tell me i should take it as a positive because i'm post i'm losing post baby weight a couple of years later like i would never want anyone to go through what i'm going through but it's hard to get through a day without stomach pains and stuff yeah i think once again we do a lot of judging by the surface a lot of this shit is more complicated than people would like to admit mm-hmm um i think people that really like are in these spaces all the time have come to a place of like simplicity um where like er- there's no gray areas everyone should have a hierarchy these people's feelings go first these people are allowed to have feelings these people are not and no one cares about anybody else's mental health right. what they're going through and i just think it's one of the reasons i find the spaces to be unproductive and mean and stuff mm-hmm. and judging people by their looks i think is just such a it's the opposite message of body acceptance to me is to go well clearly your body looks what we would like to call normal so you don't have any issues or your issue you're not allowed to feel a way about your issues and stuff like that and i think if if we're going to talk about the mentality of fat phobia and 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 all this and body acceptance and stuff then we have to t- if you're going to talk about it then you have to talk about it by erasing the stigmas that come with all the bodies you can't you know somebody can be picked on their whole life because they're skinny it doesn't necessarily mean they've had it the same but that is a tough thing because people attack and difference and they and they and they attach things to difference and even a lot of people who fall within the spectrum of what we consider to look normal on the outside are going through it on the inside some of that some of that's the reason they're they look quote-unquote normal is because they're so full of this anxiety and fear about their body and their perception and you know it's one of the reasons you see people glom on the fat people that are just living their life like it's like that it's like how brave of you and (laughs) what they really mean is in a world where i can't handle the admonishment myself this person can handle it and they're just living their life being themselves even if there's nothing quote unquote brave about it it should be normal they it has to be you have to be brave now you know right and it's also one of those things where uh because i have a cousin like this there are a lot of people that are really really skinny and they almost have the opposite sometimes people tell them that you to gain weight you look Mm -hmm. sickly so you know this is somebody who they go well this is just my body and they're and, and people tell them the quote-unquote the opposite of it yeah. so it's like you can't win it's like regardless of which spectrum you fall on somebody's always going to have something to say and the main thing it reminds me of is just like i said conflict is not abuse it's a great book because um it's so par for the course that people that talk to folks like that that come at you that hard 
often are people that can't take it back Mm -mm. they can't take any level of disagreement back they can't take any level of you saying i just uh i'm standing up for myself it has to be an attack of them on some type or it has to be like well then we won't exist in the same space you know it has to be some level of that and that's something i've tried to rid my life of where it's like sometimes i don't agree with people and if it's literally not the end of the world type of shit like we just off by degrees not off by like complete mentality i can just be like all right well maybe you'll come around maybe i'll come around maybe we'll never come around but i can coexist with you because i know you thought about this and you just don't agree it's different to meaning you know thoughtless people or mean people or whatever but you know um you know and then then even with what i said that was the pg version of what i said technically because i I honestly was very upset when i first read that shit abia said so we agree about kanye it's a mismatch i don't want to bring this up to so crass but if mass shootings happened we wouldn't like it if people went to he was clearly mentally ill how sad for him as they sometimes do um first of all though i don't know if you're saying that about our show but i do believe that like i don't think just i think you have to be mentally ill to go shoot up a fucking classroom of kids it doesn't excuse anything and it's the same thing i said with kanye you're responsible for your mental health yeah and both can exist yeah so like i think it's this false like ultimatum thing that people get into where it's like well when we don't want like here's what it is people view mental health issues with pity yes and i and 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 i'm not saying that in a i'm saying that i i don't think pity is 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 something people can handle i'm not sure even people want it you know like it's not that's not the same as empathy it's pity pure poor you right? right and i think because we most of us look at it that way we don't want to grant pity to someone we don't like or someone who does something we don't like so then we have to go backwards we work backwards from i don't like this and i don't like this person and what they did to this way of going and that means their mental illness doesn't count or it's not real or mental illness comes with rails and lines and boxes that it never crosses which is doesn't make any fucking sense really like but we say that because we because we would like to be able to admonish them and not feel pity or empathy or sadness for them the truth is it's probably to me the truth is it's probably somewhere in the middle where it's like you can have a mental health struggle and that is part of what leads you to get a gun and do something that even people that have guns who don't have these same issues would not have done right and america's problem is that we're willing to give a gun to somebody who's mentally ill and go oh well right we just gonna live with the consequences of this but but uh just because they shot up the school doesn't mean that they didn't have a mental health issue if anything that's the indication that they definitely do you know there's as many guns there are in america the 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 one shooting up the school definitely got something wrong with them i bet alex jones has some mental problems too i can only see him as a piece of shit i've also dealt with depression and was in therapy by the way so all i can say is that it's complicated um i've never heard about alex jones mental health issues i also wouldn't necessarily doubt that he has some issues but um i think that's different than kanye just because kanye's we absolutely know right like this isn't working backwards like that's what i'm trying to say is like i'm not doing the like man i really like kanye i don't want to say 
that he's saying dangerous things no we've said them all he's that it's dangerous what he's saying he should not be given a platform uh he is uh, he is not taking care of his mental health and that makes him responsible no matter how the fuck how no matter what comes out of his mouth because of his manic episodes it doesn't mean i don't know that he means them or not it just doesn't matter because you're not doing the things that it takes to keep yourself from being in that situation you know so i I think and the other thing that i think people don't say or we haven't said enough or i haven't said enough he was saying asshole shit before the mental health stuff it just wasn't this right this is almost the opposite of what he used to say but before he when he was medicated and before before his diagnosis got too bad he used to say misogynistic shit all the time he used to say a lot of classes stuff like it's not like he was a good person and then his mental health like it's just that when he's worshiping hitler and shit that sounds like the behavior of of somebody um that's that not just sounds like that is the behavior that he has said he's engaged in once he's like i'm not taking my meds anymore it makes me not as creative uh what i also find interesting is that i agree with your opinion more than with the opinion of any other media how interesting with your growing up in the sad world of fahrenheit which turned out the coolest <laughs> yeah it was the coolest um ironically um and uh yeah i mean it is it's interesting how the world brings people together mm-hmm. uh <laughs> says one more thing you say you love fahrenheit i thought we were gonna drop this Appia. we prom- <laughs> i told you stop writing in about this we were done <laughs> Why, why are we doing this at this point it's over uh but yeah you say you love fahrenheit because the numbers seem bigger okay so give up the inches and feet for starters i wouldn't mind giving up inches and feet so this is not an argument that you can like we on the same page i love for america to switch to centimeters i I think inches and feet and yards make no fucking sense nope you always have to do a goddamn calculation for it this seems extremely random and also intervals of 100 work better for a lot of measuring so uh, we're already on the same page uh in centimeters i'm 176 tall five nine and a bit of something the first sounds way taller a seven inch penis would be almost 18 centimeters uh <laughs> would uh you like your penis to be set seven something long or 18 exactly unless your penis is already 18 inches but this sounds painful well we all have to deal with our burdens happier uh that's why i heard that even in america people say a 5k run also being able to say five sounds better than 3.1 uh, we agree sean says she i think I, that i remember that twib episode about the handcuffed kid that was from the before times i think that episode may have been the first time i heard your voice time does fly tone from the group home says apparently we'll mess we'll mess with some dixie they have sprinkled all these dixie queens no relation all over the memphis area some in the same hood as churches every review i love heard uh i heard love oh wait every review i love refers to the goodness of their wings i found myself in a drive-thru but couldn't do it oh yeah dixie wings i don't know i don't i not i had not heard of them mm. what is it called dixie queens okay mike says nice to see that after all the weeks of temperature debate someone finally mentioned kelvin the system that scientists actually use i'd write a lengthy explanation of why it's better than both celsius and fahrenheit but instead i'm going to go out and enjoy the lovely 294k weather yes 
sean says i like because you know sean can't help himself i like kelvin celsius plus 273.15 uh, but it's kind of like me using a hex code for the color of Rod's hat in this week's logo, 69454BB. <laughs> sure, it's more accurate, but there are very few of us who could understand what big you're talking baller? about. What's happening here? Huh? I said BB, I said Big Bob. Oh, no, not, I don't think so. <laughs> You'd be surprised how few people use hex code to talk about colors. Just say that Rod's wearing a blue violet hat in the image and that you are enjoying 21 degree weather or 69 and a half degree weather depending on if you are in the rest of the world or the U.S. and not taking a, chance, a science class in the U.S. where you will have to use Celsius and or Kelvin listen it's kind of like android or apple yes android is empirically the better system and used by more people but in the u.s and japan a lot of people prefer to use the lesser platform i don't care if you're listening to an indoor podcast or an outdoor podcast okay love who you want to love live how you want to live do whatever you need to do can't we all just get along that's that's how i feel can't we all just get along yeah and i i mean like i said i think android probably is better but uh apple shit simpler and not yeah. everybody want to be a genius when they're using their phone Some, sometimes you just want to click on the app and have it be intuitive i'm sorry i don't want to learn code i'm good homie yeah and i'm not even gonna get into y'all's android store bullshit because y'all know that's bullshit don't even try it. apple would never vet your apps i'd rather have too few apps but they work then i download some shit and now some nigga got my credit card in fucking cambodia uh anyway ah! poll who you with team daycare or team kids Remember the daycare workers scared mm-hmm. the kids, Karen? Oh, me, team kids. Don't be team kids, even though the title episode was team daycare, according to Karen. Uh, 72% of people said team kids. Uh, 28% said team daycare. Let me check the YouTube, uh, comments and see what they said. I forgot to check these. Okay. Kyra Moon one says, oh man, my podcast app killing me in the feedback to the airline news i said oh no they taking away first class on international flights how am i gonna feel safe as a black woman flying to the motherland in less than first class <laughs> dr hadassah voice see see american airlines means america which don't believe in protecting us black queens and a plane is also called an Airbus. they want us to sit in the back y'all <laughs> that is so good lily sweet uh lily sweet 098 says who got rod heated come outside we just want to talk angry face emoji i'm upset that you had to respond to that person and giving them that much energy fuck trolls never fail to be assholes shake my head that train is never late keep doing what you're doing rod we the people who don't troll for attention appreciate and support you and karen yeah you know what man i like i legitimately think that person meant what they said i think they were uh, upset by just you know the fact that i'm not like fully on board with like the movement of the like body uh, positivity movement online Mm -hmm. even though to in my opinion i don't come on here and express a whole lot of fat phobia and shaming and shit i try to stay away from people's bodies in general Mm -hmm. um with anything less than a compliment it's just you know it is what it is i'm human i'm doing this show uh 200 sometimes a, a year occasionally someone's not gonna like something and that person did eventually like you know unsubscribe to the premium and stuff like that and that's their right like i, I i'm not even mad at it it's mm-hmm. just it happens it's part of doing the show um and the only response 
a lot of times that people like that will take is like you're right i'm wrong i'll do whatever you tell me to do right. and, and i'm you don't get them that answer yeah, yeah. and I, I i've done too much work on myself <laughs> to disrespect myself by, by by saying something i don't believe like i'd rather deal with the consequences of you not fucking with us than to sit up here and pander and lie and and to act like i agree with something i actually don't really agree with when it comes to the way people be moving but the general sentiment uh i think i've expressed many positive things and many things that um go right in line I, just because i won't go to the precipice of i gotta be mad at taylor swift i'm sorry you just gonna have to deal with that I'm, you know not the first person that got hung up on taylor swift uh <laughs> around me and it's just like well that's fine i you know i'm also not gonna be mad at like chris pratt and shit i, I don't like doing that celebrity pile on bullshit there's right. too many people that already readily put themselves out and want to be problematic and say fuck you and they don't mean well there's so many people like that i'd rather just point them out than to try to make something out of what i feel to be nothing um but yeah and i you know and honestly i was happy to have a space and like our show to be able to talk about my thoughts thoughts in depth about it because i think if there's anyone else who feels that way or if there's anyone else who's just wondered what i thought about it or you know how you know because i think there's also this thing of i see you as a fat person you you're you must contribute to this conversation that's it's like a it's like another it's a different form of respectability and it's like okay well here's what i think you know so now everybody knows and zero other people wrote in about it zero other people have ever raised that issue with me you know i i I tend to feel like um other people if they would have had an issue could have written in and it wasn't even just about writing in it was literally just the tone of it it's always weird because people in those spaces believe in like you can't tone police me but then you say anything back and they flip the fuck out because you gotta say it nice right and it's just like you know i'm not gonna try to be personal with somebody like that you know i wouldn't come at you on a but you know i don't need to be nice about it i'm standing my ground the same way you know you stood yours and i think the other thing the last thing i'll say about it too is like it's a reminder that access to me is a privilege yes it is like we don't we don't owe anybody anything and so you know it's like uh my i had that moment of like being kind of shocked that someone would write in something that i felt to be so scathing and and out some of it to be outright like about shit i never said and would never say correct and you know i reached out because i looked i said this name seems familiar we're friends on facebook what is this about and i reached out to this person and you know i think it was a reminder like oh i don't even really need to do that fuck it like they said what they said Mm -hmm me trying to be reasonable was a waste of time because at the end of the day that the same person could be like fuck you unsubscribe and that's all i am to that person right you know all this i love you shit how you love somebody you don't know them you know what i mean like it's just another manipulation tactic so i was like all right then cool let's move on uh chocolate lady cap says i just recently found you guys and i'm happy i did thank you oh thank you uh on anchor the poll 61 percent was team kids 39 percent team daycare which is a lot higher it's only 28 percent on the website um and so the comment was toes before hoes 
<laughs> shay says okay but what's a pimp with no toes <laughs> james Ooh. says that pretty tony said that the mac uh Ernest says the toes on the hose are what make the murders go mm, that's good <laughs> maybe that's gonna be uh maybe that's gonna be the the strong house uh motto now uh shout out to laris says carrie chaos is a footstool strong for the pole as a parent oh, no. i voted team kids but just know i fully understand team daycare's position Bisola says i wanted to i don't want to choose i want to be a hoe with all my toes lol i see myself out typhlosion <laughs> says souls before po- holes and keisha says yes because i like wearing comfy shoes uh all right the next episode was you never go for a baller cost this is when we had dj ben i mean from the oh, for all nerds oh, podcast fun show very fun show uh ramsey d jenga says this episode is another example why i keep coming back dj ben i mean must come by and visit more often five stars sean says black adam won't be released until december 2nd here but i wasn't planning on seeing it with the steven seagal clause in the rock rocks contract the general quality of snyder slash snyder adjacent dc films not directed by james gunn i was not interested however your conversation made me genuinely interested for the first time it was it is officially moved from a might see it on streaming to probably see it streaming and might see it in theaters and i blame you i don't, I don't know don't blame me enjoy it if you enjoy it if not you know what you know what you're getting miss mm-hmm. Barnes says galvatron had the coldest line in the movie coronation starscream this is bad comedy blood ale he presented the disintegrator nigga the rest of the such kinds are looking at the ashes like sorry to this man yes and ah. then <laughs> sorry to this man. and then the crown falls down the steps under his foot and i believe he crushed it by stepping on it he did that shit was so gangster uh shout out to leonard nimoy rest in peace i love that the move that movie too much i just dust off the cd player pop some popcorn and relive prime dying and the shock of hearing my favorite autobots and decepticons cussing yes evie says i have a feeling that when the blue check mark policy goes into effect unless someone is a huge celebrity people with blue check marks are going to be clowned for paying for blue check marks i agree let the comedy ensue twitter is about to go the way of myspace that's what i'm saying even if i wanted to pay for my check mark just out of being like you know what man i really like my check mark yeah i don't want to lose the features uh yeah i have special there, there's like twitter blue keeps you special like i can edit my tweets and stuff it's only like three dollars a month but if they told me it was contingent on keeping my check mark well now you just made me look like the nerd in the lunchroom in the cafeteria to everybody everybody know my mama packed my lunch you see what i'm saying like everybody now knows whatever embarrassing thing that you're like i wish people didn't know that why would you do that yeah it doesn't make sense uh elon musk just don't understand no he don't Mm -mm. trey says uh you got the touch you got the power rest in peace optimus prime Mm -hmm. my favorite part of that is yeah um and uh that stan bush that made that song um i remember uh i got to interview stan bush uh with my man jamal from the cold slither podcast mm-hmm. uh which is like <laughs> such a weird nerdy dream come true kind of moment mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's how much i stand for that movie is uh like it made my day it made my week to talk to <laughs> to talk to stan bush 
um and just you know we interviewed him about it and to be honest like it's probably i'm not saying he's like a maga type dude or anything but like you had a you had that moment of like i wonder if uh how conservative this man is you know what? let's not ask him too many questions about politics nope let's, let's, let's stick stay up let's let's stick let's stick to the rivers yeah. and the lakes that we use yeah mm-hmm. let's just stay away from that and that's yeah. that's really what happened like i forget what answer you he's like you know some answer and i just remember being like i was not asking about kaepernick you know let's just keep it to 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 cartoons mm-hmm. um anyway um the poll was are you back to working in person i am not yes i never stopped working in person i ain't got no job or nope still working remote nope still working remote 33 percent of people have returned to working in person i can see that 35 percent never stopped working in person i can see that too tough baby four percent ain't got no job i hope you get a job soon baby and 27 percent are nope still working from home which shout out to the 27 percent that's difficult right now mm-hmm. for some people it's permanent uh and then some people like some i was saying a hybrid yeah and you know uh for some people hybrid work for some people hybrid don't you know and then uh you also have it where uh for some people they like i'm only looking for jobs remotely <laughs> you know like i don't want to go back into the office so you know employees have choices now and employers are, are trying to adjust to that uh episode 2623 the new mlk boulevard also we got comments on um i'm sorry wait you never go full balacost is what we're on all uh-huh. right um oh shit did i not put this episode up where am i at oh i scrolled down too far all right boom we got comments on youtube let me check those trisha and says not gonna lie that all-star view of house of the dragon was flames yes we had a great time for all nerds check out our appearance on there if you like our house of the dragon recaps you'll enjoy this as black people talking house of the dragons it's always a fun time over there our girl janisha from t with queen of jay was on there with us obviously tati and ben um we got introduced to like a a new person i'm drawing blank on her name right now and i don't want to say it wrong because i remember i said it wrong during the show right uh but it was fun we had such a good black ass time i Mm -hmm. promise you if you like our house of the dragon recaps for all nerds uh the all-star review for house of the dragon uh white label american podcast says man i wasn't taking chances so i already got my wakanda forever tickets about almost a month ago and it's into the same time as the crown wakanda is happening immediately i saw dj ben i mean post about it i was like dang it but i immediately share with everyone nearby so i'll be represented did i tell you that ben i mean hooked, hooked me up with one of the dopest stickers of all time at comic-con himself and tatiana are good people and not a wakanda oh. forever i won't offer to get anyone to africa via nft until december thank you because you know you hate to see when people rip off their own people so good off good for you man for taking a break <laughs> chocolate lady cap says i listen to all to all y'all y'all great uh Sapham anime says i really enjoyed this and i did catch the all-star episode for house of the dragons y'all got my me subscribed to another damn podcast but i'm not mad i did start watching uh the interview with a vampire so i'm ready for your guest podcast start when he starts reviewing it as always keep up the good work thank you thank you and on anchor the poll 30 percent people said yes they are back to working in person 37 people 37 percent of people said they never stopped 
six percent ain't got no job and 27 percent working remote still mm-hmm. not to say yeah i hope the people that ain't got no job and looking i hope you find a job and i mean that mm-hmm. and i do too guys don't let karen just say it by herself it's also me uh we got uh <laughs> the q a is optimist no miss barnes says man 30 plus years later we still salty fuck rodimus nah now see that's where you get it wrong because it wasn't rodimus fault now if you want to say fuck somebody fuck ultra magnus you know but rodimus saved the goddamn galaxy when he opened up the matrix inside of uh, a unicron and nobody wants to talk about that y'all treat him like motherfucking obama in that brown suit show some goddamn respect carrie says not an advocate for murder but i feel like all the bodies optimus caught were justified maybe i am a murder advocate maybe you are sandy says my prayer my prayers are with all the late 40s and 50s year old men who need needed therapy at the optimist my husband is watching the new one on netflix and still talks about his death to this day it's a group traumatizing that's our january 6th it's traumatizing Raphael says that optimus death was one of my first traumatic traumatic kid moments watching the vhs back in ng i saw dj ben i mean tatiana new york comic-con right after y'all had just discussed what kind of forever trailer cool people jane says in karen's voice oh no <laughs> and chris chacon says found a new james baldwin essay today that i want to recommend nothing personal autobots roll out all right thank you for the the james that was our james baldwin recommendation of the week <laughs> segment the brand new did, segment did randolph write that in right yeah. <laughs> well you're sipping on some brown when you when you was reading it right the last episode of the week is with dr ray win grant uh first time guest everybody loved her so much fun we got eight comments let's get into them apia says what a charming guest i'm glad no one suggested grab your phone and record video of your life or death when you see a bear yes i think i would be rather helpful in an apocalypse because i grew up poor i know that you can eat in a forest and um what you can eat in a forest and i'm tall and strong but i'm also happy never to have to find out if i'm right i, I don't blame you yeah ramsey says this episode was so informative and dr ray is wonderful five stars ernest says great show as always the hits just keep on coming and hits is in parentheses uh sean says you and your smart guest i'm gonna have to up my walking time with all the new podcasts you're introducing me to you're welcome buddy mm-hmm. bad biscuit says this is one of my favorite episodes oh i just love hearing about her adventures as a black scientist your podcast inspires me and pushes me to continually explore my dreams and pursue goals and be creative thank you for having her on thank you so much for another great episode karen and rod thank you thank you trey says dr ray wayne grant was such a fun and informative guest thanks for having her on rod and karen peace sim simmons says i loved dr ray wayne grant as a guest but when she talked about the tree leeches i got the creeps and got up and took another shower (laughs) (laughs) i have locks and i'm always scared that a spider will land on my head without me knowing and the snake in her tent this is why i will never go camping in tent again i am sharing the bear advice with everyone great guest great show as always love y'all simone yeah it is funny that like the advocates for people going outside they can't help but share the stories that keep people from going outside you know they don't mean to because it's just like another adventure and they it's normalizing them and maybe they don't feel like it's that dangerous but to me i'm like a cobra was in your tent 
all right and a cobra that spits at your eyes and then she's like yep and that's why we need to go to black people in a tent in the woods.com we need to get out here i'm like uh didn't you just say but you just said anyway uh i loved it she was such a great guest (laughs) fun so much fun we had comments on the youtube as well infinity c says love 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 y'all's conversation dr wayne grant so amazing that what we can learn about animals and realize at the end of the day they don't want to be fucked with either right what a surprise <laughs> right they minding their business we scare them they're like the who the fuck is this and then they attack i know my black ass would be bare food the second i'm in the woods it's all right though i've accepted <laughs> my fate if they if that ever would have happened at least i know that dinner will be well seasoned <laughs> yeah that's the last thing we need black people go into the woods and then the bears find out we delicious all right mm-hmm. like you know what they put their foot in this foot <laughs> you know what dog meat is better yeah <laughs> pass me another one of them blacks <laughs> well, they got, what just got some cocoa butter on it mm. uh kang's galaxy says great show Saf- like they all fat and greasy i like this Saf anime <laughs> listen i i don't think okay i think that's fat phobic okay karen people can't be fat and delicious fat people probably taste terrible and that's the only way to talk about it and we will be getting letters because you said that uh seven <laughs> not, i'm just kidding I'm just, i am uh my name is karen and i am apologizing <laughs> for my statement that i have just uh read i would like to say i do not uh, condone nor uh say that it's okay and i have been informed that my uh uh choice of words uh are offensive and i have uh uh this is my apology wow now back to the show look at you trying learning to get out of the emails i never thought i'd see the day sap anime says i love this i immediately went to her podcast and followed i envy my son and his cousins they have so many opportunities to see us in spaces that only white people seem to occupy when i was younger the whole time the doctor was talking of her adventures i was envious until she started talking about those tree slugs my eyes rolled back in my head and my body swayed a little bit she had me scratching my head all of a sudden no thank you thanks to the doctor for all that she does she's a real one as usual keep up the good work Mm-hmm. and Harmon says hey i love this show it's very informative now i can add another podcast to my very short list thanks dion says i already listened on stitcher but i had to come to youtube to leave a comment on how much i love this episode oh. first of all you the one still listening to stitcher good for you mm-hmm. i'll be wondering where them one listens come from uh- <laughs> <laughs> right because i used to love stitcher they made some changes i was like i gotta go I found it very interesting and enjoy hearing about Dr. Wayne Grant's childhood influences. Much like herself, guys like Steve Irwin had a big impact on my career goals, and I majored in marine biology biology for a time. I switched you. to chemistry after my first field assignment, <laughs> but I still enjoy aspects of marine science as a hobby. Yeah, it get real in the field. It probably was like, oh, I got to be out here. It's cold or whatever. I'm good today i'm a cancer immunologist and i'm so glad that she came on to encourage other black people to move into these spaces you don't commonly see us i hope she comes back to share some stories with us thank you rod and karen thank you and what you're doing uh, uh sounds very complex too uh, uh i guess hear that cancel thank you white label american podcast has had to come see rod and karen's faces at the spitting cobras in the tree uh same as my tree leeches quick story about the spitting cobra when i was 17 back in ibadan nigeria a classmate ran into one 
he was wearing a gold wristwatch so he received one dose in his eye and when he raised his hands to his face screaming his watch must have reflected or caught the sunlight so by the time the cobra left him it was covered with lots of venom uh only one time did his eye get bloody only one eye was hit um he said he was in pain for a long time plus we didn't have access to the best health care too so a few weeks after that boy got one eye spat on i would run into what i thought was a spitting cobra around the same area where he got attacked i was with my high school crush let's just say i that i hid behind her before running away and dragging her too according to one report this is why you should buy the spitting cobra nft i thought you was giving that up till december <laughs> nope mm-mm. Got you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. can't trust this brother mm-mm. as far as that, you can throw that him. didn't last long did it did, not at all mm-mm. great episode guys i'm definitely <laughs> sending my kid camping uh and, and um uh that was all the comments on youtube for this week <laughs> and then on anchor the poll was have you gone camping as it was on um the uh on the website yes have you gone camping yes and i'm black yes and i'm not black or nope no 51 percent of my audience yes and i'm black they have gone camping so that defeats that stereotype yes and i'm not black 16 percent, and then nope 33 percent. not bad um and then on spotify 43 percent. yes and i'm black yes and i'm not black just five percent and 53 percent said nope so there's a lot more nopes probably because they rich they don't yeah, want to deal with the they luxuries got the money. They, right. they, if they go camping they're gonna be buying tents like urn it's gonna be 12 unpacked in that bitch i i don't think they would go i think they go camping at hotels they're like this that's is a my, fine marriott outside of the city that's my type of camp we're roughing it this week it's only a bread and breakfast a, bre- a bed and breakfast i know not a buffet we just have to eat the bagels uh and then you say you're outside but you ain't that outside was a comment and damn 16 Zinzi says outside ain't all that shay says rent too high to be outside miss Barnes says mosquitoes will say a prayer before eating my fat ass renee <laughs> well miss Barnes, you need to apologize you said the word <laughs> no, fat you don't you are canceled no do you not write up you here with that fat phobic stuff you are good the word baby. fat is the same as nigger no renee says no it is not that's what i heard and that's what i'm sticking to nope renee says and after this episode i plan to keep it that way can underscore nicole says i've been backyard camping on a or a fifth grade weekend trip to wesley woods with cabins i learned about the danger safe plants insects animals around me in school carrie says i love this episode dr ray was a great guest and i'll definitely be binging through her podcast soon keep the fire guests coming y'all aaron says nigga what you doing out here in the woods out there in the woods karen yeah i can't believe she started the show with that <laughs> I do all this fucking planning and I'm like, oh, we need to do a professional show because I want, I want other scientists listening to be like, oh, maybe I can come on the show. And of course, Karen just destroys all the credibility to start the show. (laughs) Ernest says, I got enough problems in here. I ain't trying to go out there. Keenan says, missed opportunity. Niggas in nature, more earned than van. Uh, Raphael says, I didn't know that Dr. Wayne Grant was one of my favorite people of all time until today. Subscribed. Almost went hiking after this episode. Bought tickets to the Bronx Zoo to prep me up first. Sasa Two Guns says, I did not expect to enjoy this episode as much as I did. I can't wait to catch up on Dr. Ray's podcast. I'm definitely going to look into out, out, joining Outdoor Afro. 
lady rushton says nope and in texas they make it seem like i'm the weird one i think they forgot that corona is out here still snatching lungs shaking my head chris oh, says oh. i live by a trail where a juvenile mountain lion almost killed a man running oh no juvenile damn i guess not fully an adult yeah i, I mean uh <laughs> yes that is what juvenile means what what could it mean <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm out here fucking around you think you think i ain't got my driver's license yet you thought you thought it jumped out the woods and was it was like taking over for the nine hundred two thousand. let's go i said you're looking for a rap path yeah Yeah. Yeah. so i got the claws yeah for your balls yeah like that type of juvenile about to scratch you on your face yeah on the place yeah <laughs> yeah if it start rapping you you shit you really need to run now i really do want a juvenile mountain lion just coming around fucking people up on the path yes taking them out <laughs> oh no run it's juvenile mountain lion <laughs> how you know it's coming i can hear it i can hear it coming yeah get out of oh, the run nigga run <laughs> Oh no! It's not mature! It's not mature! You're going too fast! You're going too slow! You're going too slow! <laughs> oh man. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck around somebody start dancing. I don't know why you dancing! Right. Um uh Roger. Oh you, oh, you know what? That would be a great skit. You drop that, niggas be dancing all of a sudden. You see that you see the lion like dancing in the background, just slowly getting closer to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's a juvenile mountain lion. Yeah. <laughs> it's breaking it down and shit. Damn, damn, they know they're about to get fucked up. <laughs> so they turn around. About to hit you with the paw jaw on the on your jaw, y'all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Uh Shoal Ain't says Roger. Langston says the whole time Dr. Ray talked about all the time she almost died. I was like sick emojis free j fj says worldwide hoodie with the mask outside that's right um and uh that's it for the comments on the websites and the polls and all that stuff uh of course we have emails to check and then of course we gotta check the voicemails as well uh voicemail line 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line uh look like we got four voicemails all right let's see what y'all had to say this episode is brought to you by ebony podcaster and satirical author ron dawson he's a black man who's lived his entire adult life in a predominantly white christian world in 2016 that world was turned upside down with the election of that orange asshole donald trump that set ron on a journey where he became committed to reconnecting with the black community and reevaluating his christian faith in his new book dungeons and do-rags one black nerd's comical quest of racial identity and crisis of faith ron combines sharp biting and comical hot takes alongside a fantastical journey wherein a guardian angel in the form of sam jackson has come to earth to help him be blacker this is the true ish story of how a sexist egotistical lying hypocritical bigot of a president and duped evangelicals led one of the whitest and nerdiest black men on the planet to wake up find his blackness and lose all inhibitions at dropping the f-bomb it's emotionally moving politically poignant and often hysterically coming of age story except the age is 50 and it's just in time for the holidays if you go to dndbook.com slash tbgwt 
you can get your coffee now and save 30 percent. that is d as in david n as in nancy d as in david book.com slash tbgwt that's a, quite a lot mm-hmm. hey rod hey karen this is iman it's been a while i've caught up on episodes now but uh i recently found out a few weeks ago that i'm pregnant and oh. i've been so sick with morning sickness so i got behind on shows and got oh. behind on top of the dragon so i've always caught up and really enjoyed the recaps. I want to thank y'all again for doing those. But I also want to tell you about this really cute exchange I had. I went and ordered food, and I was wearing one of uh, my shirts, the one where y'all are dressed up like the king and queen of Zamunda. And the guy at the counter, he was like, oh, that's a dope shirt. I was like, oh, I got really excited. It's like, oh, you listen to the show? And he's like, oh, it's a real thing? And I told him, <laughs> I started gabbing about the show and how great y'all are it's and how real you are and all the things you do. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's what's up. And then he looked to his left and looked to his right. And he's like, because, you know, you always be acting like we don't tip. I was like, exactly. Exactly. And I just got really excited. Um, But that was the first time, like, I got, like, a comment on my shirt Uh. from y'all. And I was like, I just got really, really excited. So it was was fun. Um, And then I'm really looking forward to when y'all ever get around to recapping The Walking Dead again. Yeah. I know, like, just listening to that DJ Benjamin uh, episode, that was so great. That was such a great episode. And when y'all were on his y'all, their podcast, it was such a good episode. Y'all uh-huh. are so funny. And I, I don't know why, it just makes me giddy, too, when people <laughs> that are new to y'all and first meet y'all, they're actually like, oh, y'all are funny. How are y'all so funny? <laughs> I just, it just makes me happy. But, um, that was it. Uh, love y'all. And oh. I hope y'all. Uh, oh, yes. And y'all definitely watch uh, Interview with the Vampire. It's so good. But, all right. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Uh, thank you, Amon. Congratulations. Thank you, Congratulations. Uh, we love to hear it. So yes. um, that, that's beautiful. And uh, Wish, Wishing you a, a, a safe and healthy birth. And it is always funny when we go on like a four-hour nerds and they do like the panel thing i always do feel like people are kind of like surprised how funny we are mm-hmm. you know i mean ben and tati already know but i always feel like people that don't know us always like wait y'all been over here being this funny the whole time like yep <laughs> we just don't bother nobody we stay to ourselves yeah, we don't we, start no shit yeah, so you know it's, it's a it, you can go a long time in the podcast game without knowing what we do agree or, or 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 hearing about it so we're not you know all right, next voicemail. We got two from Allegra, it seems. Hello, you two lovelies. It's hey. Allegra. Hopefully this message goes through since the last time your voicemail uh, regulator was not wanting me to be great. <laughs> it's all, bitch, not today. <laughs> anyway, um, Rod, thank you so much for uh, suggesting that Dahmer, um, well, you didn't suggest it, but you're talking about it. Mm. And I watched it, and that episode was quite stunning, mm. um, beautifully done, and uh, wonderfully sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for that. And um, y'all, both of you, Ron and Karen, have made the House of Dragons, because I'm black, um, <laughs> <laughs> such a joy. I mean, I was going to watch it anyway on my own time, but since you guys are covering it, I actually sort of watched it um, almost in real time. Mm. 
So thank you so much for our fantastic um, season. I can't wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see what happens. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait for you guys to talk about it. All right. Well, love you both. And thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, and I I thought... Like I said, man, I, I think internet pylons can get a bit out of control and um I just wanted to let people know that you don't have to listen to internet and if you don't want to watch it, obviously don't watch it. If it's not your shit, don't right. watch it. But if this is the kind of thing where like you enjoyed um watching like Versace or the OJ uh, you know, thing that that Ryan Murphy did there's a lot of good to be watched here and it's not the way people are framing it as some callous bullshit um where where he didn't care about the the, the, the families and stuff i recently saw an interview where he said he reached out to the families and before they even started like filming it and none of them got back to him so then what do you do uh, i guess we're not gonna do the, the series like that's not how that works anyway and no. no one you haven't ever really needed the blessing of a family to 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 do that before I, I just feel like people are very people are just in a big pile on space especially when it comes to race and black shit mm-hmm. and it's easy to drum up attention by like by saying we not doing blank before you even seen it before you know like a lot of great shows end up getting crushed and that's why uh when people are smart they'll just turn around and they just put the shit out and they won't yeah. even tell you what it's about i mean a good thing is it's ryan murphy and netflix so he ain't worried about them canceling his shit Mm-mm. but everything was done with intentionality and 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 and, and empathy i it wasn't a sensationalistic take on, on any of this stuff Mm-mm. um so anyway uh next voicemail is from allegra she called back i believe <laughs> i'm so silly this is allegra again I just realized that I hell of just blamed your guys' voicemail <laughs> for my transgressions. It could have been my whack ass phone. I was probably oh. calling up from <laughs> up in the hills and it was uh, cutting out. But in any case, I just wanted to get on here and say something dumb like that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's no big deal. I honestly, I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, probably. I mean, Skype voicemail, so I don't know. Like. Skype was taken over by Microsoft and it ain't been the same since. So it, it could it could be it, anything. It used to be great. Then all of a sudden it was like, nope. You just never know. Next voicemail is from Simone, I believe. Hey, Ron, Karen, this is Simone, and I'm listening to and I was just listening to episode twenty six twenty six. And Rod, did you didn't sound like the ultimate advertisement for therapy? When you say, I am good enough. <laughs> because obviously it's true, but that's just not something that sometimes when people are struggling that they are able to say. So, and just the way that you and fair criticism. Um, I just, shout out to you. Shout out to you. I was you. literally listening and I'm in my car and I started, I said, yes, Ron! <laughs> <laughs> Black. That's it. Bye. Uh, thank you, Sam. Sam, I know it was cutting out a little bit, but um, yeah, definitely, man. I think that at least that helped me because that's one of the issues that I've dealt with is a feeling of not being good enough. And sometimes people try to like use that against you or kind of put you in a place of like, I have these expectations and you're not meeting them. And honestly, your expectations are not my concern. Nope. 
you know my expectations are the ones that should matter the most to me the people who love me my family my friends maybe their expectations come after that but it's never gonna be a stranger on the internet pulling that shit on me you know like um the other part of it too is like um people say that kind of stuff when they don't really know what you're going through all right so you know and it and 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 very rarely is that like level of um understanding and empathy that they demand for themselves reflected back at you and 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 given to you you know is so it's you know but it's also why i stay away from like online spaces and communities in a lot of ways because they kind of prey on those insecurities around people and they prey on this like you're not good enough you're not pandering hard enough you're not um you're you if you stand up for yourself you're adding to my oppression you you have to go with my narrative or nothing else and you know i try to be respectful of people empathetic of people but i also have learned in the last four or five years to draw boundaries around myself and what i allow people to um be around me and say to me you know this is actually not a podcast that says no criticism no disagreement Mm -hmm. people right up here disagreeing every time we do a feedback show at least one person like i didn't see it that way but we're also going to be a podcast that is respectful to people i'm not going to try to project on the people if i can help it and if i am i try to let it people know like hey maybe i don't maybe i'm projecting i try to how many times we say shit like that when we're talking so uh at any rate though uh the good the good thing is you know therapy works it helps Mm -hmm. it's beneficial um but up until that point i've been pretty private about what the fuck i talk about in therapy i and it only come came up because of that specific critique and it's going right back there because that work is for me you know it's not like i'm doing this and i want to tell y'all what y'all need to think you know i'm not one of those i said this and my therapist said that and then i you know i tweeted this it's like it's my work it's my business but it just it was germane to the topic at the time um and yeah i recommend it for a lot of people because i think a lot of times i see at least i see stuff from like stuff i used to do and feel that i'm like that was me having insecurity that that led me to the place some sometimes i look back at like old facebook posts and exchanges i had with people and i feel like kind of low-key embarrassed now the truth is i'm a human and i was where i was at that time mm-hmm. but sometimes i look at how i projected on the people shit that they hadn't said like or maybe they had a, a, a like they they weren't as gung-ho about something or sure about something as i thought i was and there's always got to be room for that because later you might change your mind or you might learn something different and the the thing is you can't change the past but you can always um you can always try to be your best self in the present Mm -hmm. and that's all you really owe anybody especially yourself last voicemail don't know who this is from but we got two voicemails from him hey rod what's going down uh it's dre first of all y'all podcast is hella dope y'all already know that I have to tell y'all that my homegirl O'Neal put me onto it or else she'll <laughs> hate me forever because she's the official light-skinned ambassador of the black guy who kicks podcast. <laughs> so if you ever meet her in person, she says nigga a lot. She is paying. Oh, what happened? Hold on, hold on. Let me try it. I was trying to do something else on Skype okay. and p- add his name to the fucking... Oh, to the thing. Phone. And it, I guess, or maybe he got cut off. Let me see. 
fact, and that's all the black folks okay, hate cool. me forever because she's the official life skin ambassador of the black guy who took podcast. So if you ever meet her in person, she says nigga a lot. She is pale, but she is black. So yeah. she does not owe you the 1906. <laughs> um, a few things. First of all, you read a comment a while ago, and someone refers to Karen as the young Jeezy Atlas, and I heard you say pause when you read it, as though, like, maybe you have read this before. It's because you did. It's because somebody took my shit, they jocked my shit, I said that in an email a, a month of, months ago, and then they're going to recycle it like it was original. Oh. It was not. It was my shit, and I need my credit. But that is not what I called in here for. <laughs> what I really called in for is because I was sitting here thinking about all the Kanye and Kyrie shit because I'm black and that's all the black people around me talk about. Right. And what's blowing my mind is of all the things that black people can take away from this, what they're not taking away from it is we should be more like Jewish people in the sense of they don't play about that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, we let Kanye play in our face about the anti-black shit Mm -hmm. and didn't do nothing about it and didn't really, and made excuses for it. And then when white people made excuses for it too or didn't say anything about it, we looked at them like, oh, so you ain't giving a fuck about us. So then when the Jewish people, he say something about Jewish people and they're like, oh no, we don't fuck with that. Right. And then he starts losing money. They're like, see, this is proof that they only care about blah, blah, blah. That's dumb as fuck. Right. And I'm just so tired of hearing this shit. Yeah. But anyway, that's all. I just don't understand why the point wasn't maybe we should. He got cut off. I'm going to play the second one. But uh, before I get to the second one, I agree. I do agree about that. Like, there's a, like, one, we don't necessarily control the means of production. So there's a great argument for, like, listen, we don't run Mikey. So we couldn't shut down, you know, we don't run Adidas. We couldn't shut down Kanye. I I definitely understand that. But we do kind of control the culture, right? We do control cool in America. Black cool is a commodity. And if black people say something isn't cool, it's going to degrade the value of that thing. Now, I'm not saying we can shut it down. Like, Iggy Azalea is still out here trying to make a way out of no way. But it's completely different for her now that she don't have no black support. Mm-hmm. You know, it's completely different. Like, you don't see her at these award shows. She ain't trending on no charts. And it's all because at some point black people went, we don't like you and it's not cool what you do. And I think that can matter. I definitely understand that we're not a monolith, but when it comes to like things that are offensive to the culture, anti-blackness is so strong and ubiquitous. There are people within blackness that make excuses for it or low key agree with it. All right. And that is hard because Jewish people would never Mm-mm. like, you're never going to find prominent Jewish people going, well, Kyrie does make some good points. Like they're like, no, you can't do that. No, you can't look up to Hitler and shit. You know, and part of that is also because they're, they've been validated in a way where like if we find a 97 year old Nazi today, he going to trial and going to jail. America never did that with like slave owners, Mm -mm. Confederate war generals. So, so we, we, if anything, we loved them and wanted to invite them back into the fold, mm-hmm. which meant that black people were sold a message of there will be no consequences. There will be no justice for you. And I think so many of us have absorbed that subconsciously that we now err on the side of we don't want consequences of justice, even when we're the people doing the infraction, because 
we don't always get justice for ourselves so why would we want justice to come to any black person if it's in the form of something negative so a lot of times make us look hypocritical because we'll we'll yell and shout and motherfuckers still mad at sarah silverman or you know some some other white person that 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 has an infraction and at the same time when it comes to like kanye or Kyrie or email doka whatever the first thing we pull is the like they black you know i mean people still low-key kind of do it i know they don't mean it the same way but i look at it the same way the way people have reframed the chrisette michelle shit into like she's this victim and it's forgot the willful like months long tour of yeah, like it, bullshit she was on and her people was telling her this was not smart don't yeah. do this and 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 you were gun hope to do this yeah we have empathy for her facing the consequences that she courted you know yes yeah, she did like that that was what it happened because she was like fucking cancel me then bitch or whatever essentially and we're still feeling bad because <laughs> while we are not a monolith we are still low-key a unit you know and, and we all have empathy to some extent for each other it's name a bad black person quote unquote and i'll show you people that are black that you respect who have empathy for them and don't feel that strongly about condemning them christian walker you know uh i know black people that feel bad because his father is herschel walker and even with all the vile shit he spewed people are still finding ways to be like yeah but i just feel bad for that brother his family wasn't this and that um candace owens hey i remember jamel hill being like don't talk about her hair though you know it's like this woman said george floyd like she's putting out conspiracy theories about george floyd like the least of my concerns is how the fuck she or anyone feels that she got roasted about her edges but i don't think jamel's a coon but she Mm -hmm. definitely felt that way you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um yeah because that compassion that we have yeah for people, I, i'm right? it's just that we're human and i, I don't think we should lose that Mm-mm. but i also don't i also don't blame white people for for that like we have that and the result is often within the culture black people don't face the quote-unquote punishment or justice that sometimes should be meted out and a lot of that's on us it's not like white people did that to us we protected r kelly for 20 years and not all of us but enough enough people contributed to it so that's what i think of yeah and it's also one thing about jewish people and in the jewish culture they have a motto and they will repeat it never forget never forget and they teach their children they teach their great-grandchildren they shout it and and like that is literally their whole motto because if you forget history repeats itself and they have a full-fledged understanding of that but like you said they've also come to the point where it's been acknowledged and all this stuff things that america has not done yet so here in america is forget we want you to forget we want everybody to forget we don't want you to remember we want to push on. We want to move on. On to the next. On to the next. On to the next. Because as the generations go on, all of a sudden, it wasn't that bad. All of a sudden, you know, they were happy slaves. All of a sudden, the narrative begins to change because for us, that motto of never forget, because that's a thing. Black people was on that never forget, but I'll, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. A lot of that never forget is when they said no niggas period we didn't care uppity lower class no niggas then we was like yeah never forget 
but once it got to the point where it was quote-unquote levels or people thought there was levels to it all of a sudden that never forget changed and all of a sudden the intensity isn't as intense and all of a sudden you don't need to put all that behind it because i quote-unquote made it you know i'm I, you know I, I don't have the same struggles that my ancestors had and all these other things and so that plays a big role and factor particularly here in in america when it comes to black people we're not a monolith and but there are certain things that we are unified on and like you said before if it was a unification and people's like no we're not inviting you on our shows no we're not inviting you on our podcast no we don't want you over here doing these things uh uh there would have been a shift no we might not have stopped everything but there would have been a shift and there would have been a change a slow change but it's like oh this isn't cool anymore so you know and people would have adjusted to that and so you know in my opinion you know that's kind of how i feel about that yeah we didn't in the places we do control we did not cancel these people we didn't deplatform these people in the places we do control we offered our spaces to have these you know to have um kanye come on the the shows and talk about it on people's podcasts and stuff we opened up platforms for for folks we you know um that's the difference they would mm-hmm. not deal with that shit you know the other thing i'll say too is like the privilege of having like some level of white privilege in america even though you know hardcore white supremacists don't believe jews are white blah blah but in a lot of um i I don't mean to blah 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 that but you know what i mean they don't they clearly but in america we give jewish people access to white privilege in many cases especially entertainment spaces and stuff Mm -hmm. but it allows for a bit of um um what's the best word like not privilege but i think security it allows for a bit of security for them to approach this differently like a like black people we normally respond out of anger right shouting one of you yeah yeah we want you to like shut we want to shut you down the jewish people have like an apparatus that kind of puts you into like an educational space like when like it's like that's why whenever um somebody gets shut down over anti-semitism if you look at it it's almost never immediate it's always like no you kept fucking up until they had to be like you can't do whatever it is you normally do anymore it's almost never it's like come to the holocaust museum meet with the adl like we don't necessarily have that specific apparatus in america we're getting it i think the last time someone said some racist shit i remember someone doing the like come to the 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 the, the negro museum in in, in uh dc mm-hmm. and i thought oh maybe that'll be our thing is we start sending educating people i forget who it was like mm-hmm. some some kid or somebody said some stupid shit and it was like hey come on you know to this but yeah i think that could work but like i said it's hard when half the fucking not half when a, a vocal percentage of people are like but this a black man and we need to protect him or you know how come if he was white he could have got you know that shit and of course this is very male centric Mm -hmm. because uh so much of blackness is about protecting men as far as pop culture goes yes protecting them at all costs and it boils back down to slavery you know it's one of those things because it was never reconciled and all that stuff a lot of and, and for a lot of black people 
to and i understand they want to shut it down when it comes to certain things because they was like nope we have had a history with you and every time this shit come up y'all don't know where to draw the boundaries so we literally have to build a wall so y'all don't come in here fucking shit up again uh he sent one more voicemail i was trying hard as fuck to get down without getting cut off <laughs> anyway my whole point was basically just i don't know if anything i from all of this is that as a community if you don't let people play about you then they can't play about you you know what I'm saying? And I don't know. That's it, man. Shout out to y'all. Thanks for being dope as fuck, as always. Provide, like, safe spaces for black people to exist and all of that good shit. <laughs> uh, y'all be easy. Thanks, Dre. Thank you, baby. Appreciate the phone call. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it's tough out here for these white folks now. When did racism against white people become okay? When? <laughs> when? But look what they're dealing with okay they dealing with this racism against themselves um all right let's get into the emails mandy writes in dear rod and karen rod when you talked about that person who sent that fat phobia email you made excellent sense and points on a lot of things that i teared up when you said i'm good enough i'm overweight and i'm glad to hear that i'm not alone with the issues of being overweight and i'm astounded that a man is talking about this matter because we associate weight problems and worries with women right the body positivity comma quotes uh movement i do not pay attention to that because i just live my life my way and i thought it was more than just about weight and size but i digress uh, I just think people expect fat people to be depressed and wallowing in sorrow and woe is me victim mentality. Yes, they do. People like that person that email you try to tell you about yourself in a condescending manner are just doing that for clout and have their own insecurities that need to be worked on. That's all, Mandy. Agreed. Yeah, I think also anger is sadness that has no place to go. Mm-hmm. And I think when you come at people with the kind of like snideness that is i associate with a lot of the movement at least online and a lot of the online movements it's not just this movement a lot of these online movements kind of eventually turn into like meanness because you're fighting people that are mean right all the time because a lot of people that are like really heavily pushing like anti-fat shit is mean concern trolling people or people that have a mean inner voice about their own bodies and they're sharing it with the world and by association putting it out there for everybody else and this is probably the gen x in me but i'm tough i'm i'll be fine i i'm not here to convince you how to feel about my body Mm -mm. and i'm not here to, to change the way you feel about your body and if if you that's a fight you're gonna have to fight with yourself i'm not trying to to get into it with you about it Mm -hmm. everyone's in their own state we've watched the mentality change over the years so it isn't even like a well we've always felt this way a lot of times it's like actually this is fairly new we have not (laughs) you know and it could change we can come back five years from now and be like that was the wrong way to handle it um but yeah the main thing is just like the assumptions and the condescension i can do it out that's all you know like talk to me nice i'll talk to you nice and we can call it even i'm still a libra and i'm gonna always balance the scales and you know i might not be teen petty but i'm definitely not not able to be petty um i just didn't want to like i still wanted to respond in in a fair way and not degrade down to to just you know being 
over just being mean for no reason but mm-hmm. i i just wanted to stand my ground and i think a lot of people identify with what i was saying um and just you know some of the comments in there were so to me uncalled for like they are fighting for you like what this ain't martin luther king you know and like i said the main thing for me is having been online enough to see what that quote-unquote work looks like it's not work i would be that i feel like is uh representative of or for me like some of the stuff they do i i get and i can agree with some of the shit i can see is self-aggrandizement buy my book put come to my space come to you know my spaces or whatever like uh, like subscribe to me venmo me all right man you don't need my help with that part uh almost a fam familiar almost a family affair this is from carrington hey rod and karen i just had to write in because like i said before my whole family listens to the podcast started with my dad then my brother and then me and it helped bring my family together even more with the addition of my new stepdad i saw him walking around in a blackout tip shirt and i knew he would be a good match for my mom since he would could vibe with my brother and me based on that alone oh what the only one i have left to get on the train is my mom but she would probably just have to get with the program through osmosis since she doesn't listen to podcasts i hope i can update you guys when the whole family is listening i appreciate all you guys do and i always look forward to new episodes that help me get through my day thank you oh, wow thank you. that is so dope mm-hmm. what a small world if your whole family is to the show it's got to be a great family mm-hmm. uh julie writes in uh sending you both love hi rider karen this is not conventional feedback just some unconditional love this grind of translation expression and production all of it in the service to your passions and gifts and our joy is wonderful and it can also get weary you both give me so much you both give so much and have been unwavering in your work ethic i'm grateful for you because y'all are a blessing and so i find myself willing for you that you may be replenished by this life you draw from in order to give to us i was so excited to hear that you're going to the games and that karen's going to see tab of the brown the other day in the balance that has been the pandemic blocking access to outer life and leaning into our inner reserves please know that my prayer for you is always is that you the, the joy you clearly receive from your prolific work may be restored by the joys that do not involve having addressed too many antagonistic and would-be usurpers of life's pleasures sitting down myself for a sabbatical after years of doctoring and hospital horrors of the pandemic i just wanted you both to know how meaningful your work has been to me whatever sabbatical treats you can get outside of small doses may they come to you pressed down shaking together and running over as the homie and the street therapist jesus said (laughs) all about giving ourselves what we need i'm sending you a prescription for high grade concentrated uncut peace wrapped in love and a recommendation for more fun than the law allows yet can't do nothing to stop you if you choose to indulge safely i respect and appreciate you too immensely thank you for your presence in this world for showing up as yourselves showing out that not uh showing out and that not only are you both enough but that we're in in that but we're endowed with the rights and riches to trust that we're enough to and are free and are free to add to that abundance julie wow oh thank you baby that was nice oh, put that on so you should be right for hallmark or something uh <laughs> but yeah thank you um and yeah i mean look that's the other thing i'll say too is like i try not to be moved too much to anger and stuff on here and i try to uh ration out you know 
i think we typically have really great fans and stuff Mm -hmm. so the thing i will say is like just because i allow myself to show like hey this thing bothered me and there's also nothing wrong with that you know Mm -hmm. i think as long as it doesn't violate like at least the the tenets i hold myself to like i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna be up here you you motherfucker you you know i'm not gonna be up here like that but emotion is 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 okay you know and i wasn't like tired or mad or exhausted or anything after it's like here's how i feel i'm passionate about how i feel Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna disrespect you but i'm passionate about how i feel and i've thought about how i feel and then the ball's in the listener's court because one thing i try not to do is get too attached to our listeners i love our our listeners but uh i try not to get too attached man i don't assume anybody listens to the show forever and i don't assume that you listen every day either yeah and i don't think that the people rooting for me need to constantly listen i don't think the people who there's people that 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 listen and probably uh tune in just for whatever they want to get out of it and they dip you know and that's that's okay too right right because me and logic (laughs) has said this and we've said this a while ago we want you to be at wherever your home is and we've had people over the years where they are their home was here and then their home was somewhere else and that's okay too and i'm fine with the fact that at the end of the day our show and what we do is kind of a product Mm -hmm. for people like it's not a personal relationship and Mm -hmm. so when it's not serving them they're gonna dip out or they're gonna fall back or whatever and i prefer they do that than rather than you know (laughs) right up here you know lecturing us or or you know we've had people fall out with the show before and stuff Mm -hmm. or try to become like publicly whatever like nah it's you you know it's easier to handle it by just being like all right cool i'm out and i I, like i said i have tremendous respect for the people that can do that right uh caritha writes in dear rod and karen i hope this message finds you well i'm dropping a quick note because it was cool to see and hear dr lisa woolfork on the blackout tip she and i go way back having come through the profession as scholars of african-american literature at roughly the same time we were on a panel together years ago when i was presenting early ideas about michelle obama that eventually made it into from the slave cabins to the white house uh i'll admit i was jealous when i first saw the email alert about y'all going live with her i was like she gets to talk to my charlotte homies way longer than i ever have but that soon faded as i enjoyed learning (laughs) that many directions uh her interests have taken her i knew about stitch please but uh stitch please sorry the comment threw me off i knew about stitch please but because she started posting monthly on ig in recent years i guess i lost track of the momentum it has been picking up and anything related to game of thrones completely lost on me so hearing all of that was definitely new she's been teaching classes on it for years wow anyway it was so cool to see some of my faves together it's always good to learn something new which i definitely did glad to be on this journey with the blackout tips nation always something unexpected and delightful thank you the world is small it really this is this is a small like this episode here just feel like everybody know each other right families listening together it's a family affair hello and thanks always hi karen and rod thought it would thought it i thought it good to switch it up great week as usual love to talk with dj ben on me it's been great uh great time to see comics i grew up with get their accurate uh do and with more diversity in the production room casting has also made the films and shows even more worth seeing i wonder when the new black panther will get to japan this country's film industry in until streaming had mostly stayed focused on white hollywood but netflix and disney plus have forced a change which is always a good thing you guys made me very hyped to see wakanda forever thank you 
uh it says sorry my last writing seemed uh, nonsensical i was trying to explain a few thoughts in a short space and it came out that way here's a the definite dracar's article in my opinion but i look forward to you two saying your piece a n- white nurse accuses black pregnant woman of fraud in horrifying vi- viral video okay i'll save this for fucking with black people and uh we may get to it uh next time we play that game um all right let's get to the next jay says greetings queen karen and king rod just want to take a minute to say hello and show my appreciation for all the years of laughter and thought-provoking conversation i really really love what you do and i'm so glad i heard rod on twib sometime in 2016 and i've been on board ever since plus i migrated over to all the affiliates like three guys on keith and the girl the mind of dom and so on forth i'm a fan of the entire the blackout tip cinematic universe <laughs> specifically wanted to say thank you for your coverage of the great kanye Kyrie, and every other dim motherfucker anti-semitic hullabaloo of 2022 i'm jewish non-religious but ethnically i'm ashkenazi uh ashkenazi the most common jewish ancestry in the u.s think white european jews i've been really sad angry and disappointed karen's voice yes to see so many of these youtube conspiracy theorists street corner blowhards promoting all kinds of wild shit ranging from holocaust denial to just straight up telling me i'm not jewish because black people are the real jews like you said rod uh bhi was always so friends the black israelites uh the first time i ran into them they explained to me that i was a fraudulent jew from the damn tribe of esau i was like all right player you got it and <laughs> kept it moving because it seemed like such an inconsequential weirdo cult right and and here's the thing man like i don't know if people have been covering i know a couple of these stories have made the news but i think because it was black people and because they weren't able to like kill a lot of people but there's been some murders from black israelites in the past couple years since trump has been in office where they like killed some jewish people or uh, tried to kill jewish people before um and yeah man this shit is dangerous to play with yeah yeah you don't do that like it used to just be a weirdo thing that you go i this my homie is into this and then you just kind of roll your eyes at him and you, you ask him how much is a dime bag and you move the fuck on mm-hmm. uh that black hebrew israelite stuff is funky and so much of it uh that it i've seen is dipped in anti-semitism and anti-blackness mm-hmm. however Stephen a voice i really don't care what someone believes religiously for real believe whatever you like it's possible to do that and not be hateful and ignorant towards me and my ancestors right one of the main homies at work for years was in the black uh, hebrew israelite faith and he never said anything sideways to me one's religions even if it's fringe and wild does not mean you gotta be an asshole towards others Agreed. i agree and also like i'm uh probably also gen x thing i'm not of the belief we can like undo and fix everybody that's racist Mm-mm. that's not even the goal i no. just want you to leave me alone i can yes. the law does not dictate your mind Mm-mm. but it can say like hey leave me the fuck alone that's all i want as long as you do that okay but this unchecked alternate reality of social media driven conspiracy theories that so many people seem to utterly locked in to be utterly locked into has produ- produced conditions uh that are just perfect for the wildest of the black hebrew israelite based anti-semitism to spread to be honest karen got that third eye open now uh, it feels uh, like a uh, half uh, of this uh. shit is russian bots or white supremacists or whomever just trying to further push apart jews and black people 
i've always accepted a base amount of anti-semitism because it's, it's, it's always been there and it's always going to be there i've always struggled about it because i'm white male and i have an anglo last name so i have the maximum amount of privilege available in this country plus plenty of ashkenazi brethren are racist as hell off that white privilege even though we should really know better oh yeah for sure like that's the other thing too that people try to use is like but it's racist jewish people it's like it's racist every group and mm-hmm. it shouldn't excuse the racism in another group right like you still shouldn't be racist Both because can't there's exist. yeah like there's some anti-black asian people out there it's like that's cool also stop asian hate right what's, what's so hard about that uh i think for that reason i always gave a bit of a pass to light anti-semitism or ignorant jokes from the black folks in my life but it kind but it feels kind of different now at the Kyrie. it seems like the people spouting the bhi talking points aren't religious at all and have some super dangerous anti-semitic ideas masquerading as black empowerment to defend Kyrie, who has convinced everyone he is a victim of racism or for exposing the truth about the jews uh my oldest friend who is black is on this shit now and i'm hurt and disappointed i'm going to have to have a conversation with him about it but i'm not looking forward to it i'm not exactly thrilled to be in a position of privilege and trying to tell him why it's dangerous and disrespectful but more than my hurt feelings and discomfort i love my friends he out here being he's out here fucking up and i gotta tell him that yep right. that's what it is I, right the other, that means we lose a friendship it is what it is like sometimes yep. people aren't willing to draw those lines and they will back down versus being like hey this is wrong and you know me telling you this is more important than to have you being ignorant and if you're going to still continue to be ignorant i can't have you around me i think it also just illustrates that point right of that we're talking about when it's the gray area because here you are a white man with privilege in america who is jewish talking to a black man who will be like i don't have privilege so i should be able to say whatever i want don't tone police me i you know this is my experience and when you say but you're delving in anti-semitism and it is bad and wrong there's a lot of people you won't be able to reach because they're going to pull the i'm black how dare you talk to me white man right and you hope to fully that it's not something a friend would do you would hope a friend would a true friend would be able to be like well if i'm hurting my friend let me at least think about it but um when you brought up the part about the online stuff that part is so true because a lot of the uh black hebrew israelite stuff has intersected with just plain old anti-semitism from conservative spaces Mm -hmm. and online like bot farms and russian trolls and shit and so a lot of people for the last few years as they sat online and delved into conspiracy theories and gotten lost in the like culture wars a lot of them are going to be sitting around like i learned more hateful stuff about jewish people from the you know the coded language of globalist or whatever it is that they're listening to on these uh podcasts and 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 oan and all this shit so you're gonna have people that have now combined that white anti-semitism with this black form of anti-semitism creating a more virulent uh a variant of a a, a fucking variant of anti-semitism and i think i think Kyrie is falling deep into that i don't think that's what happened with necessarily with kanye but you know who knows how online he is right but all of this feels like a the coast is clear we can be anti-semitic together now Mm -hmm. 
in summary i just really appreciate that you all understand this to speak on everything i see online and most of what i hear in my daily life is so disappointing and saddening and disrespectful of the experiences of my ancestors every conspiracy theory has a logical conclusion and that conclusion is always it's the jews or the jews have a weather machine shout out to andrew klein therefore uh any spread of any conspiracy theory is going to increase anti-semitism which is like smoldering coats that can be whipped up coals that can be whipped up into a wildfire at any time with a strong wind right. i'm worried and i'm angry and i'm disappointed but i love you guys for making me feel seen i understand how ridiculous stupid disrespectful and dangerous that all is it is best wishes jonathan h thank you baby it is here's the last thing i'll say about that in this email it's also because i think for me i didn't grow up that religious and a lot of the black hotel black israelite thing is looking to be special and working backwards so what i mean by that is there's a lot of black people who do not feel that just being a quote-unquote regular black person descended from the slaves in america they'll say our history don't start with slavery like they're very adamant about that it's because they need to feel something special a special connection and there's no better special connection than the one in the bible for god's quote-unquote chosen people the jewish people so if we can say jewish people aren't jewish black people are the real jews black people are the chosen people of god and meanwhile you look at the history of the chosen people of god god be letting them suffer okay i don't choose me okay Ooh, choose they, one they of these go through a lot uh like the unchosen motherfuckers is prospering ain't they anyway but <laughs> they out here partying but because of that insecurity through oppression anti-blackness racism that we've experienced we looking outside of ourselves for a validation that is special and co-opting other stories it's why so much of you can look at the black people in america and see most of us are from like western africa and yet you look at like the hotel uh black ears are like function a lot of their worshiping of blackness is starts with like egypt now why would that that wouldn't even make sense we're we're not most of us are not egyptian that wouldn't even like even if you searched our dna it wouldn't make sense and yet we need to feel that level of like we was pharaohs like shit it's and it's just it's just a sad testament of of white supremacy and religiosity in my opinion uh Kyrie hot hotep and hot stuff but kj says what up k rod been a wild time hearing all this black hebrew israelite stuff servicing a polite and civilized society thanks a lot Kyrie. this nigga uh said i saw <laughs> i saw boycott the nba trending with their little 3k tweets and was like Kyrie got hotepery out here feeling like morty's rick damn look at this i'm blowing up three new voicemails um i did not have regular non-hotel folks caping for uh black hebrew is like bs on my nigga bingo car at all wild times i try to lead with empathy knowing that at one point in our history the most militant pro-black thing we could do was paint the people in our bible stories in blackface and claim it as ours but come on fam we 22 years into the will smith's new millennium can we update our black militant manifesto shaking my head in addition to being anti-semitic the shit is just dumb head tilting hands class you poor baby bless your heart flat earth or dumb even more heartbreaking is anti-black yeah that's the one for me is it's anti-black i have a tweet that's going viral right now that's essentially me saying like i'm proud to be black in america i'm proud to be from a people that survived 
the immense oppression that the our people faced i'm proud to be of that bloodline of people that were able to to, to survive and thrive i don't need anything else i don't need a backstory of of kingness of royalty whether it's in my bloodline or not i don't need it i'm proud of the people that walked across the edmund pettus bridge you know i'm proud of the people that 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 survived um the, the the not just slavery but but like the civil rights movement era the you know lynching like there's i'm not ashamed of that i'm proud of that mm-hmm. so i don't i wasn't looking for a new thing and i don't need to be god's chosen people now maybe it's because i just don't traditionally believe in like god and, and stuff in the way that people do but i don't need that fiction because a lot of it is religious fiction you know um and and they try to turn it into like no we're just talking about dna and talking about, i mean everyone come from africa but it's like no that's not what you're really saying what you're right. really saying is the god part of it the relit the special part of it you want to feel special and jewish religion and the idea of jews in the bible has been treated as special so you want to co-opt that i don't need that you know i already feel like i'm from a special person place and a special with special people i already feel like you know my people are have survived a bunch of trials and tribulations and hardships um let's see this need for us to be anything other than what we are a new beautiful thing a phoenix rising from the ashes and horrors of slavery the innovators of everything dope that has shaped this culture in this country and therefore the world for generations are they for real come on man holo 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 we them boys last time i checked moses sandals and the ancient judean desert robes and shit uh ain't moving the needle out here fuck out of here anyway <laughs> love hearing y'all nerd out this week as a kid when i took a trip from israel and visited my estranged dad in boston he had boxes and boxes of marvel comics and the on the new the onslaught saga is a rabbit hole i got my life falling down into never even got to finish it though y'all had me in the awe of serving how your presence impacted the castle black episode karen you was in your bag the joke shawl white walker gentrification dragon amazon unpaired this dragon bluetooth the nuance damn too good god damn it done type the book sorry rod ain't even gone kj thanks kj thank you marissa writes in hey marissa she says oh man just want to send a quick email to say i love the episode with dr ray not at all what i expected on a regular tbgwt episode but a welcome surprise dope to hear the convos around black folks and nature like i haven't heard in other spaces everyone needs to check out her podcast her love for the animals got me crying real thug tears y'all always had the best guests but say no one ever comments so i'm putting my note in p.s no pressure but if y'all do another lip smacking good soon i would love to hear a holiday episode what y'all getting into in the season of eating and drinking mm-hmm. y'all are the bomb as always bringing premium content and almost tweeted y'all that photo that's been going around of the full condom with the straw what is that but know. it felt a little too much like rod's Kyrie joke love y'all as always reese i don't even <laughs> Now I need to see the fucking picture because I don't know what it means. What what is happening? Uh, John says, good morning, Rod and Karen. The look on your faces when Dr. Wayne Grant was talking about tree leeches was absolutely priceless. What a great interview and a guest. Just wanted to add one other group that people might want to check out. Black Center Outdoor Stuff, Black Girls Trekking is out here in Los Angeles and they look like a great group. 
right what you said about the toxicity of body positive movement and many other movements is so true when the will smith thing happened i knew so many non-black women who were traumatized but it did but about it but couldn't really talk about it because they knew they would get roasted for doing so mm-hmm. ignoring the fact that while they might not have the same reasons as black women they still have valid reasons to be sad and upset right like does anybody really think that white latina asian american women don't also have tons of experience with their men doing toxic masculinity displays Come up on. to and including violence at public places they see this shit all the time at bars parties little league games pta means etc women of every demographic are embarrassed saddened, and sick of that shit ruining what is supposed to be a fun event that aspect is really a men problem but there couldn't really be any conversation about that because it was so hyper focused on only the aspects that were specific to black women which of course need to be talked about too anyways it seems like one of the challenges of intersectional feminism and social justice is that conversations often get so siloed and focused on stuff that is exclusive to one identity that we miss out on larger discussions with opportunities for solidarity with other groups right it's ironic because when real systemic change actually happens it's usually as a result of coalitions and messaging that brings people together the reality is that body positivity or any movement will only succeed when it can get people outside of it on board yeah you know what's funny is like one body positivity everyone has a body so you would think that would immediately put us all in the group together right but um secondly um i remember when that happened and there would be like anybody that had anything to say that wasn't will smith should have killed chris rock or will like chris rock deserved to be slapped the end it wasn't just a you can't say that it was like you're racist somehow to feel that this violence is traumatic in any way and it's such a weird denial and defense and it's the kind of thing where like um as much as people say they hate white feminism a lot of these spaces imitate white feminism Mm -hmm. which is like the problem with a lot of white feminism is like white women want to be the sole only narrative and the only people that matter and the only people that get to talk and instead of people going well intersectional feminism should be we all get a chance to talk and we all have it's like no intersectional feminism should be a different person gets the podium and only they're allowed to talk you know what i'm saying and i think that's so short-sighted because it's not necessarily intersectional intersectional is like a lot of shit is happening at the same time it's not mm-hmm. intersectional as in what now you get to dominate everybody else and so i think that's kind of a weird mentality in the first place uh but a lot of these movements end up taking that on it's only at my feelings matter and you need to shut the fuck up and not i think that's it's not something i want to be part of right and it and it's also one of those things to where when uh you look at it it's like mimicking is not the purpose the purpose is to quote unquote be better but a lot of times we realize if we mimic it we'll quote unquote we want the same results and not and it's not gonna happen but that's but that's the purpose of it we want the same results we want the same privilege right we, we want to be able to, but you know you know that system is broken so why don't you create something new instead of mimicking something that you know is already problematic and leave people out right now like i said i i respected people feeling differently i respect the people that felt mm-hmm. validated on some level but just because you feel a certain way doesn't make it facts and doesn't excuse shit um and it once again it just kind of became the internet pile on thing that just things keep becoming 
and i thought it really lost the plot when like somebody like a wanda sykes or amy schumer who's friends with chris rock and were there at the event couldn't even say they were traumatized by it i think that's crazy i think you sound you sound ridiculous when you say that i i just it's like if if me and karen were at dinner and somebody got shot and then we were like oh my god somebody got shot for i don't know whatever reason what like so a reason that justifies people being shot in your mind and then you go well you're not allowed to be traumatized after seeing somebody get shot because that person deserved to be shot and you're like that's not how trauma works <laughs> you know not to mention the amount of people that got trauma in their lives that that you know they would have been reliving through this shit like and, it was just a lot yeah and also what i've realized and this is me on the outside and back to this is me projecting there's something broken within people mm. i really do feel like there's something broken within people when you see something like this and your response is they deserved it and then not only that your response is i don't want to hear anything contrary to that and your response is also to go attack people and your response is also to to go harass people and fight with people online there's something broken within you imagine you can be traumatized by a tv show or a movie but a person can't be traumatized by actual violence to happen in their face right to a person they know and love it just it never made sense and i i think you're right that there's something broken within people and it's becoming uh it's really becoming out of control because social media is allowing people to group up and turn their trauma into reality and isn't we think of just like this kind of shit but i think on a another level that's what QAnon is that's what um that's what january 6th ended up being that's what a lot of this maga shit is it's people who have traumas in other areas where they'd be like you know the 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 way that the american dream has been sold to them whether it be uh class shit whether it be but whatever their personal issues are their dissatisfaction enough of them group up and it's like we create our own reality and it is now the fault of jews or it's now the fault of women or it's now you know it's just like i don't like i'm not saying what you went through doesn't matter at all but this isn't a healthy way to deal with it and what it's becoming is really just a group of mean girl shit as opposed to like you know any actual philosophy therapy whatever right and also it's one of those things where uh you group up a lot of broken people looking to be whole and it's just a lot of brokenness (laughs) and nobody's actually attempting to be whole and so it's just gonna be scattered pieces and those pieces go every which because whole takes work yes it does and it takes work that you really can't do with in a lot of cases you can't really do when the person that's leading the thing is is as fucked up as you uh if judge pinky does get her on show they need to have the first case be the do you know what perjury is lady <laughs> imagine that mess yeah i would love that are we done right are we done here p.s after years of hearing your recommendation 2022 is the year i finally explored and became a fan of kanye's music and urged my white friends to check it out along with the documentary well don't i have egg on my face lol cheers stay safe john yeah well you know that's that's the cost that's the price of being a fan now you need to go out and defend kanye at all costs don't don't you do don't because you, you part of it you part of the yacht kanye hive now don't, don't let us down don't you listen to him uh <laughs> i mean i still i mean that's a thing i'll never live in this that's another weird reality thing i don't like i 
yes he had classic banger albums right we can't erase that yeah we we live in a society now where you fuck up and everybody want to erase your work like nothing that you did prior to that moment matters like if the the albums if the albums were full of uh white lives matter then i obviously would not listen to them or think they were dope but he wasn't on that shit and then one day he was and i haven't listened to his newest albums to even know what he's saying on that same it's like the new drake i'm just like i ain't heard nothing but problems i think i'm gonna avoid this mm-hmm. um all right last voicemail i mean email last email that we have uh rodrin and this is from uh dre you said this is dre again i already left a voicemail but i just can't stop thinking about this stupid ass Kyrie kanye drama i think my biggest issue truly is that i hate to see so many other black men defend what is essentially hate speech disguised being pro-black uh the original premise that black people have some lineage to hebrew people may be true and alone is a hate speech but when you couple it with the holocaust didn't happen and jews are evil and run the world you lose people pretty fucking quick yeah and that's the thing man like i i I haven't cared to explore the validity of since we all come from africa the original jews must have been black and then there was a maybe that's what the great replacement theory is i don't know but like then some coordinated thing happened to where white people replaced the real original black people as jews and now we don't you know the only people that know that are the the, the this five percent of black hebrew israelites that or whatever and like it has always felt ridiculous because it's still couched in this to me religiosity of i need to be special and attached to something and you know skip past africa and go all the way back to israel or somehow and just i I don't i i I don't need it Mm -mm. i don't need it and it's always attached it's never just that i think if it was just that you'd have less pushback right you know because i think if i'm not mistaken amari stoudemire there's a video of him kind of talking about because he's a he's a black person that converted judaism and he kind of talks about the african roots and it doesn't really seem to be a problem with him saying that okay and he's an advocate he disagrees with Kyrie, and so maybe there's some validity to that i've just never seen a person say just that they always turn it into and the white man is evil and jewish people secretly control the earth and they worship the devil and they are white people are the devil and a bunch of shit that sounded like it came out of a fucking comic book i'm sorry i can't respect that and i don't want to be involved in the hate that it creates man jewish people got it bad enough right why the fuck do we need to be part of people contributing to that That doesn't make sense as far as the nba suspending Kyrie, i feel like that's uh consistent with the nba claims to represent these motherfuckers acting like it's a bunch of white players who say nigga all day who adam silver has been mysteriously silent on yeah the black the black man defend black men at all cost shit never makes sense it's always nope. inconsistent um because it's essentially just the truth of it is we want to say we would like white male privilege and we would like to dominate from our podium and it's one of the reasons that when i sense it in other movements and groups i'm out yes sir because i because i see where it leads and i don't if i don't stomach the shit for black men i'm not stomaching it for anybody right like i like stand up be righteous you know demand justice and da 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 the second you start demanding like well kind of i want privilege i kind of want to be able to be my version of racist 
and i want a soft landing for me well okay that's different than what you were claiming to represent like you can feel that way but that shit ain't don't act like that's pure you know and it don't i don't give a fuck what group you're is it's, listen uh when a black woman is transphobic it's different from me as a black woman we need to do it's like i hear what you're saying but understand that ain't equality or justice either that's just you picking your fave right and to white people that's what they've been doing is picking their fave they don't they see it the same way you see your group because that's their group their affinity group is whiteness so they see the i'm not getting rid of my republican friends and family just because they voted for trump they see it the same way you see your aunt that you ain't getting rid of because she's homophobic so if you have a little bit more perspective and empathy you would hope that that leads to a little bit more understanding the predicament people are in but instead it's just rooting for your group in a different fashion and i find that to be the weakest shit because like i said when i see black men do that shit i've seen it turn out terrible you know what i mean when i when i've seen black people do that shit for for whatever person is out of pocket it just typically seems to enable that person into higher and higher and bigger platforms mm-hmm. and i don't like it um but but yeah this fake ass like i bet because that's another thing we'll fit a fake theoretical i bet if if a white player was saying nigga adam silver wouldn't care it's like what are you talking about yeah but you, that statement makes no sense what are you talking about miles leonard says some shit i ain't seen this man play basketball since he was on call of duty talking some some races they got his white ass out the league like he ain't like he was never in there he'll be the answer to a motherfucking trivia question in 2028 <laughs> you know like this that that it's not it's just we're creating fake straw man shit so we can pretend so we can defend Kyrie against himself just keep it to yourself shut the fuck up uh, it's all giving me a, a headache and i can't ignore it because i hear so much of it from people i know and love personally but damn it's exhausting thanks for giving me a space to vent i'm done for real this time love you guys peace Dre. thank you thank you yeah thank god that uh i guess in the way that kendrick caught covid and started to question Kyrie, because you know he could have been one of these people listening to him i don't know mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh all right y'all that's it man thanks for listening we appreciate y'all we'll we be back gifts uh we got gifts uh hold on karen i'm gonna get the gifts why don't you talk about it for a second no problem uh we thank you for everybody you're not obligated to but we have like and a- done uh what what i, I mean i didn't finish my comments. oh go ahead i'm sorry thank you <laughs> we have a wish list for those of you that actually was like well i love riding karen and i want to do uh go above and beyond you're not obligated to and you don't have to and this is always in the show notes and uh you can go to the website to find out our uh mailing address if you want to mail us something yeah and i would like and we our amazon our wish list is from amazon so i know some people feel a way about that and you know i'm, I'm sorry but it's just not, the most convenient yeah i'm not even gonna bother to yeah, go create some new shit that's mm-hmm. gonna get their shit from amazon yeah slavery mm-hmm. with most mm-hmm. steps you know i, I get yeah, how i get nobody's extra stuff i'm I, lazy yeah i you know i don't mm-hmm. really fuck with bezos but them packages do be getting here hella fast yes, okay they do. all right i'm with y'all I feel you. I hate all right we got a card from professor wolfark thank you and it's got the iron throne on the front Oh. i don't know if y'all can see that um, yes okay 
and uh, it says the seven kingdoms are yours and on the inside it opens into the iron throne <gasps> oh yeah and she put um a sticker of us with the wakanda i don't know if y'all can see this back in the back i mean oh, not wakanda with the adorable. coming to america it's got the seven pointed star back there yes i see some more stickers on that too yeah uh black women stitch stickers they're all oh. shiny and glossy and it says hi rod and karen thank you so much for having me on the black Tips. had a blast i wish you both continued success and karen here's a there's a big sewing event coming to charlotte in 2024 we should connect smiley face oh thank you there you go thank you so much professor and then we got this that's an amazon package i imagine something from our wish list or, i'm assuming so i didn't open it up yeah i did we have opened it up it's mm-hmm. brand new to us mm-hmm. um, so everybody gonna be shocked and surprised together to hopefully they out. included like a, a, a th- thing a with thing. your name on it because can't that thing that we thought was a, a mask, mask it was some earrings thank you so much they are adorable and they don't say who was from no they don't and the earrings were made from africa thank you so much baby okay now this has two gifts bags in it oh you spent the oh you spent the money you must be from spotify (laughs) (laughs) you spent the gift wrap money you spent the gift wrap money there's a note rod and karen send a little something off your wish list to thank you for your hard work and dedication with delivering the best house of the dragon reviews loved every second of them hope they these keep your your drinks dracaris from asia d all right let's open it up and see what's in there you want to open one i'll open one um open the top here these amazon things are always cool because uh you don't gotta like rip off the paper and shit um all right so i open this up and i like that i love these little bags yeah they, and you can reuse them yeah, too i save these bags i do oh it's mr coffee mug warmer thank you okay keep that coffee hot and and, and piping that's what a piping hot that's what i'm talking about thank you i appreciate you um can't wait to warm up this coffee Ooh, i'm i'll use mine for tea yeah karen's a tea drinker not a coffee drinker but it don't listen it serves the same purpose mr coffee ain't gotta know shit okay mm-hmm. it's our business mr coffee ain't gotta know i'm using it for tea yeah you can put your flashlight on it i don't give a fuck it's my business <laughs> in my house now. <laughs> all right y'all we'll talk <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later um we should have like four episodes this week because i think we got uh a game we got a sponsor okay uh so there may be an episode where i i put something out from behind the paywall okay uh but it'll have the sponsor read ad in it Mm -hmm. um so y'all may get four episodes you might get three i know we got a basketball game to go to this week Mm -hmm. so but thank you and go vote go vote go if your state allows you to early vote go early vote if your state does not allow you to early vote make arrangements get the babysitter you know drag your kids whatever it takes go vote because this election is is really is more crucial than people are are, are playing it up i don't care what the polls say i don't right. care what online told you i don't care what your grandma uncle's cousin that bullshit Take your ass to the polls and vote. Yep. All right, child, that's it. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.